Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. This week I chatted to Giovanna Burke, a multi-talented lady based in Vancouver. We chatted about her journey into acting, studying in New York, creating her own work, auditions, and some fun rapid fire questions. So grab a coffee and enjoy. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming Thank on. You. Thank you for having me. I love this. I, I've been oh, listening good. to you for a while. I'm very excited. Stop it. But like, oh. keep going and like, first now. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're doing this. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. I'll get you to like introduce who you are to all the listeners, however sure. you want to take that question, your bio, okay. whatever. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, I, I am Jovanna Burke. Um, I am a... Uh, she, her. I am a mom to two kids. I am an actress. I am a voiceover artist. I'm an ex-professional dancer. Um, a producer, a writer, yeah. and a hopefully soon director. So yeah. You're doing it all, girl. Trying. You do everything. God, Trying. I feel like a jack of all trades, like, but not like a master <laughs> I feel it it's like I do everything like as I feel like as artists we're like we do all these things and everyone's like wow that's so amazing and you're like I'm literally just trying to just I'm trying to do it right right we yeah. all have to like try these different avenues and see what works and what like lights us up yeah exactly. go with it right yeah like whatever keeps you inspired I love that totally. um I want to talk about because so you were a dancer first is that how you got into the how did how is that journey yes. for you it's been crazy. I was a professional. So I was a dancer since I was like, since I could walk pretty much. Yeah. And I um, moved to uh, Boston when I was 15 oh, wow. to pursue ballet because I'm classically trained. Um, and so I went to a uh, school there called Walnut Hill School for the Arts. And it's kind of like a feeder school into the Boston Ballet program. Oh, so wow. you're so I eventually danced for like apprenticed with the company. But I injured myself quite badly um, in my second season with them. And I, and I was too young to kind of uh, deal with it properly. I was too afraid to like tell anybody that I was really quite seriously injured um, because I was afraid I was gonna lose my job. And oh so I kind of danced on this injury for way too long until to the point that I couldn't do point work anymore. Mm. So I had to take a hard pivot out of the dance world. Wow. And um, yeah, so I kind How of- How old were you when that happened? Was that- I was uh, 18, 19 years old, 19 years old. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So then my whole life was ballet and I had nothing else and I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with my life. And uh, I moved to New York um, because that's the dance capital of the world. And I figured, well, if I can't do ballet, maybe I could try another avenue of dance. Yeah. And so I started training at Broadway Dance um, Center and I did an internship there just because I was so classically trained and like so stiff, I needed yeah. to kind of like loosen up and, and start doing other stuff. And I started auditioning for Broadway and um, yeah, I just kind of pivoted into like musical theater. And then I mm -hmm. went to theater school there. Um, and then I kind of started doing a little bit of film and TV when I was in New York and yeah. I loved it. I just liked the media. I, I mean, I've always loved the theater, but I was like, oh, and I could move back to Vancouver where I'm from and kind of start a career here. So I came back home and went to VFS for a year just to kind of get my feet into the yeah. film industry and then just kind of started working from there. So oh my goodness. that's been where my journey kind of started <laughs> like, in a very, very wow. low, light brush jokes. Yeah. That's a great, yeah, I totally, I love 
because I studied a little bit in New York and I always oh, think I did yes I um did a lot of summer programs like on and off yeah and it is like the craziest city in the world to be I think to train like I like I, what was your relationship with New York like do you there was some days where I was like I hate this but I love it. Yeah, it's one of those cities, it's a love-hate relationship. Like I love New York, I absolutely yeah. love it. But when I lived there, I mean, I was a starving artist, you know? And yeah. so I have a very different relationship with the city than I would like today going back, you know? Like back then it was like, I was living in this like crappy little apartment, yeah. like so gross, had no money for anything, like was scraping by and, and uh, any job was like, oh, thank God, like, you know, it's like a lifeline every time you're like, oh my God, I'm going to eat today. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, I think if I like, it's always been my dream to go back there and do a Broadway yeah. show, um, like a theater oh show or a musical, whatever, like, it's yeah. just like, I'm, I've put it out to the universe. Like, that's what I want to go back for, but I don't want to go back there as a starving artist ever again, you know, cause that was crappy. Yeah, <laughs> I literally like I'm like, yeah, I have said the same thing. I was like, if I go back to New York, like it would have to be I like I admire I still have friends there who were, you know, obviously the pandemic's changed everything. But you know, pre COVID, I had friends who were just hustling it out there and are still there. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Like it, it broke me. <laughs> like just being there. It can break you. It's just yeah. such a hustling place. Like, I ended up working um, for a publicist when I lived there just oh, wow. to make ends meet. Yeah. And um, that's like how I would pay my bills because like, you know, you'd get a theater job every once in a while, but I mean, like, how can you pay rent in a yeah. city like that or even eat? I mean, yeah. I remember some months I would be like down to like, I had $400 for like every expense other than my oh, rent, my you know? like that month and I remember several months like that where I was like okay like we're gonna scrape by and eat like nothing so that I can go to class or whatever you know and you're like oh yeah because you have to pay for classes and then shows are expensive they're totally. not cheap Broadway no. isn't cheap oh hell no um, I saw so many standing room matinees when I lived there oh just you know because I'm like I have to go see it but like I can't afford a full price ticket <laughs> exactly or you're like lining up for like the many like lottery or the rush tickets you go totally. to the theater and be like what's 30 dollars like this is totally and it'd be like in the nosebleeds you're watching yeah. this show oh yeah but you're in the like it's I oh my god that I miss oh like the hustle and bustle yes. of like the artists and just like that energy that you feel when you're yeah. in that city and I love that and I'd love to go back now like more mature and like you know oh my god more financially so. established and stuff and that just like enjoy it <laughs> for what it is that is true I mean I I love that you said that because I found the same thing when I was in class like yeah it's the hustle of ever like and I also found everyone was I mean for the most part you know there's always those people everyone was pretty supportive even though it was New York like everyone kind of wanted you to succeed and help you out yeah. Um, but yeah the hustle that they have there like I'd be in a class and like you would learn just like a monologue like the teacher would be like here's a two-page monologue come in class tomorrow and you would just do it oh yeah like, it's Insane. funny though because I coming from a ballet background where yeah. everything's just very very disciplined to me that was normal I was like okay let's do it like I'm on it you know and so it was funny because when I moved to Vancouver I remember I could feel the pace difference like mm -hmm. very very much now I've gotten used to it but back then I was like I remember walking down Robson Street yeah. and being like move everybody like come on like you know, everyone was so like, la di da. And like, that's kind of the pace of life. Like, you know, you're like submitting for jobs and nobody gets back to you. Whereas in New York, it's like, boom, 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 tomorrow you're working and like, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. no, it's so true. Like you're doing that, you're doing this class and you do that. And then they're like, here, learn these sides or here, do that. And then you're like, okay. And then you go see a show at night and then you go right? home and you learn your, like it. And, and then you're like out till muscle. two in the morning at like yeah. some crazy bar, like in the Lower East Side or something, you know, like there's yeah. just, it's so full of life. Whereas it's everything so here is just like, kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I miss that lifestyle. Like I always think back to it. Cause I was like, like sometimes here I'll get a script and I'll be like, man, that's, I can't do this. And overnight. And I was like, literally years ago, I was just learning lines like the back of my hand, like right. within, you know, it's because you you're totally just constantly can. doing you it. You can. And it's funny because I, for years then, uh, before I became a mom and I was just yeah. kind of like working yeah. here, um, I would do the same thing. I was like, oh my God, this is so much to learn. And now as a parent, yeah. I have no time, like zero. So yes. if I get sides, I, can, I only can do my auditions once my kids go to bed and I'll get like little tidbits of time throughout the day where I can be like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes on my phone. Yeah. And here's my 15 minutes where I'm going to read everything I can about this script. And then I'm going to do another 15 minutes later in the day where I'm just going to work my lines. Yeah. And then I'll do another 15 minutes later in the day where I'll do some research on the background of the show. And that's kind of how I do my stuff. And then oh I get God. to my time to shoot at night when I'm like, okay, and I'm exhausted. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, let's get ready. Put like my face on and I'll just do it and I'll be done. I'll do like two takes and I'm out. Like, I'm like, okay, we're done. Cause I already, like I did the work, but I think it's just, yeah. I'm so used to like doing things quickly now. It's become a part of my just yeah you know, like my process and so I think doing that when I was younger yeah. really helped you know because now I'm just like I don't have time like I can't waste time yeah do you think that also helps I mean I want to get more into that as well like you being a mom and like that navigate like just right. it's so amazing and inspiring <laughs> like I'm excited to chat about it oh, um <laughs> you're like well <laughs> <laughs> um but do you find that takes like le like I guess okay let's talk about when you came to Vancouver and then you were navigating the industry here um how did you find that because yeah. obviously we kind of touched on it coming from New York which was very hustle bustle how did you find breaking into it here in your experience <laughs> so when I first came from New York no I was just I was like very into it and I did like I said I did a year at Vancouver Film yeah. School to kind of get my feet wet into the knowing what it was like to work on set because I didn't know and it's a little bit different obviously as you know so um I met um a friend that summer while I was doing Vancouver Film School and he was writing a feature and he was going to film a feature or whatever and I went and auditioned for him while I was at school and I booked the lead in his feature yeah. and so like right out of the gate I was working like right I graduated from school and I went right into production on my first feature film as a lead which was crazy oh, wow. yeah. um, and then as a result like I got an agent and like everything kind of started rolling like pretty quickly from there and I started to work like a ton when I was like right out of school and I was like yes. whoa this is crazy um and then um, I got, like, I started training with this person. I'm not going to mention their names, but it got into, like, I got into my head about stuff. Like back then I was just kind of like, oh, like just going with the flow. And like, I was so in tune with my instrument and like, you know, yes. I was just like telling the stories, but then all of a sudden somebody got into my head and then I started thinking about everything, like overly thinking. And then it slowed my pace, you yeah. know? And then now that I've had to let it all go again, um, I think I found my, like, I've realigned myself with who I was. So it's just funny because I feel like I was like, boom, 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 go, go, go. And then I kind of slowed down because I started. Yeah. You're in your head. That's really. And then as soon as I had to like, trusted myself again, I started yeah. to work again a ton. So. 
yeah, that's really interesting because I have definitely had similar experiences where, yeah, you, when you're you're kind of in that groove and you know who you are or like your instrument and you're just like doing it and things are happening, but it does take one person to just, I don't know, say something to you or when you go to a coach and then suddenly you just second guess everything you do and you can't do anything. Like you'll work, you're just like, I hate my work. Yeah. <laughs> that's so wild. Totally. And you just kind of get that. off your game completely. Yeah. How yeah, did you get think, out of that for you? How yeah, did that? I think that happens to a lot of us because we go, oh. I didn't snap out of that until I had kids, to be honest, wow. because all of a sudden I couldn't think anymore. And I was yeah. like, I, I just have to trust that I know what I'm doing. And I just mm-hmm. kind of like snap back into myself and I started to work again. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How was that transition from being a mom? And then did you take a break from the industry or how did that happen for you? No, I didn't. (laughs) I was working up until like I was pregnant. I was pregnant and on stage at like 37 weeks pregnant and had my kid 10 days later and I was performing on stage. Um, And then at the time, like when I had my first child, I was producing and um, performing in this show called The True Heroines. Mm -hmm. And we had a live cabaret show that was like a companion show to our web series. And so we'd perform every um, two months, we'd do this big, huge cabaret show. And so we'd be in rehearsals and performing. And then we were also shooting the web series. And so I had my kid and then we went into production for the web series and it was a huge production. And so I was like, I had a baby who wasn't sleeping and I was nursing and we were shooting like, you know, all hours of the night. And I was one of the main characters and a producer. So I had to like, you know, beyond yeah. my game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I didn't take a break. With my second kid, I took a little bit of a break. Like I took about, I don't know, maybe like six months off Yeah. to kind of yeah. find my footing again. But yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because you think like, oh, I'm going to take some time off. But then all yeah. of a sudden, like everything starts coming at you. You're like, you have all these great auditions and you're like, well, Sean, maybe I should just go. And then you book a job and you're like, oh, I guess I'm back working again. And yeah. you know, you're just going to have to go with the flow with this world in this job right yeah Yeah. how that's that's so amazing like how how do you yeah (laughs) (laughs) I know I I always thought like it would be really really hard and I think that like part of my mo in life now is to to let people know that you can have a life outside of acting and it's important like so important to have another life outside of acting um because it colors your work you know a and b it makes you not rely on just like focusing all of your energy on this so that when auditions do come around, you have fun and you get to like be in the moment and like living as a character and then you can let it go and go back to your life. And, you know, and I think that really like just broke it for me having the kids because I was like, I can't just be like, oh, it's all about me. Right. Yeah. You can't be like, oh my God, you, you, I guess you don't have time to like be worried about that one line audition or you know that exactly like you're just like I just have to do it and right done it. Like, and then yeah and then you're kind of out and then you're and like you're my agent will call and be like oh you booked this job I'm like wait what job you know because you're like <laughs> I don't even remember what I did like two days ago <laughs> that's such a freeze feeling like that must feel so nice <laughs> it is and it took like it took years because yeah. for all of my 20s I was like so focused on just like my work and trying to yeah. work and then I wasn't working because I was so focused on the work ironically yeah the- <laughs> totally, it's, it's, but it's so true though it's like yeah. yeah you can get into that place where you're just like 
oh my god I I'm so and you're just so in your head and you know I guess so focused about the outcome of it um that you forget that why we do this totally it's it's wild it's like why do we do that I don't know and I wish I could like unlearn all of those things but I guess we learn these we go through these journeys for a reason so that you know we can teach others not to make all these mistakes true. <laughs> everyone listening don't do that don't please. do that yeah don't have do fun it let it go yeah <laughs> although the word let it go is just used it's like it's used a lot that it's kind yeah. of you know, they're like just let the let the words go and you're like what what I, does that mean what does that mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like do a b c d and then just let it go and you're like mm-hmm, okay I know. I know. It's funny because I, um, I have a daughter who works in the film industry too, and um, I coach her and it's funny because I have to go back to like, you know, early teaching and be like, how do I get her to let stuff go? Because she's a super emotional being and she's just like, so in the moment and you just give her some direction. She's just like, takes it. But the other day we had to do this audition where she had this crazy emotional state she had to be in. And we had to get, I had to like kind of not break her down, but just give her a bunch of stuff to get her to where she needed to be. And as soon as we finished the audition, she just started bawling to let it all out. And I was like, let it all go. Let it all all go. That was the character. And now you're back and we're good. But it's funny because a lot of adults can't do that anymore. You know, the let go of the, that person. It's like that person's feeling all of those things. Don't hold on to it. Don't go walking around town like all upset now because that wasn't you that was yeah whoever that was that was that other person in the street exactly like yeah so teaching has been really interesting for me because it it re re makes me remember yeah right oh my god of course and there are certain because then it's like I always think there's I mean there's so many different acting techniques out there absolutely um which I've always said because I came I came from a background where I did everything and I used to always take every acting technique so seriously or like right. I had teachers that were like um I don't know Stanislavski or like my yeah. part is the way of life right and I'd be like especially wow. in New York oh girl <laughs> so many classes where I was like it was not sticking with me but because this teacher was like you will not be a successful actor unless this is what you do I was like right. Okay. Well, I got to learn it then, I guess. I got to yeah, be I good at this. Because <laughs> yeah. I got to do that homework where I go home and eat a lemon and then remember what that feeling was like. Right? What does it smell like? What did the room yeah. feel like? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I was like, I can't. Do you have a technique that you, how, how have you learned that over the years? <laughs> you know what? I've like, I, like, just like you, I've learned like every technique in the yeah. book. Um, and eventually I just kind of use a bunch of depending on the character right you just kind of find your way in and because I'm a dancer um, like you know at my root I usually find a way in physically um that's like my first in for especially for something that's not just like whatever a run-of-the-mill kind of character not that any are but um I usually find my way in physically especially in comedy like I'll just like find where where does she live like in my body and yeah. let's let's find that place and then I'll find where she comes from and sometimes I'll go more method on stuff like I'll find like an animal that I can relate to and and like get into that physicality oh, yeah. but for the most part and especially in television land up here there's a lot of sci-fi and stuff too and yeah. um, that's more uh like a, I don't know more of a ballet physique you know almost like yeah. it's like I find the different 
places in dance where I can attach myself and then I go in that way that's so beautiful I love that yeah I think everyone's I I feel the same it's like I you kind of um I think if someone had just I wish someone had told me earlier to take everything with a grain of salt it just would have changed my life because I spent so much time stressing about these techniques and then at one point being like I did practical aesthetics for like a year and that really fucked me up (laughs) right that's what I mean by like a certain teacher really screwed me up because then I was like oh my god I've done everything wrong yeah right and then you're like how do I do yeah exactly what yeah that was the technique for me that was I mean it just I couldn't look at a script anymore because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing because apparently I'm doing it wrong. Like, right? Like, that's not what you want. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's hard. I think a lot of people just need to learn to trust themselves, right? Like, it's like, if we can just go back to trusting why you came to this in the first place. Exactly. And learn all these different things, but take like what you need from it and leave the rest because yeah. not all of it works for everybody. Yes. And I always kind of stay away from teachers that do they're like my method is the way the life the bible I'm like red flag I'm gonna stay away from that yes um I I mean I've had beautiful coaches where I had a teacher who I still train with and she always said to me in her class she was like look this is what I teach this is what I'm passionate about take what you want she was like if I teach something and it doesn't it's like what is that she's like you don't have to take it home with you but if it resonates with you amazing and I was like thank you so I wish someone had told me that earlier absolutely that's that's such a good piece of advice for any actor out there (laughs) (laughs) they're like learn from us we've (laughs) please we've made all the mistakes please don't make these mistakes (laughs) (laughs) I love that um I do want to talk so let's talk about uh I guess creating your own work and producing and doing all those beautiful things how did that happen for you yes. how did you transition so that? yeah um so again in my 20s I was like I said making a lot of mistakes not working a lot um and so I was like you know what I need to start just creating my own yeah. work and I was at the time I was dancing in a cabaret um with some other beautiful creative people and we started writing together just on our off days and we created a show and then we just kind of that kind of like opened up my path to that um and that was the true heroines when I was talking about and so we wrote that together and then we created it made it whatever found producers brought on like a bunch of like it was a huge production and that kind of just kind of got my palette wet on what I wanted to do and I realized how much I love to Obviously, I love to tell stories, which is why I'm an actor, but I really love, I would like to have more control over that um, because as actors, we're just tools, we're instruments in a story, right? And we're instruments in somebody else's story. And I really have so many stories I want to tell. So I started to write and um, yeah, so that's kind of where I feel like the trajectory of my career will go and I hope it will. But yeah, I just, I just feel like we have, if you have, if you're able to write, if you know how to write, it's like, tell your stories Mm -hmm. because only you can tell that story right this is true and and, uh and if you love to tell stories might as well make your own work I mean we all have I mean everyone has a story to tell of course like yeah it's just you know I think a lot of people are scared to do that of course I don't know if I'm interested everyone's interesting yeah exactly (laughs) exactly we all have amazing stories to tell and so yeah so yeah I started that journey and it's been awesome and I I have so many scripts right now that are, you know, moving oh along. My God. And 
what's the writing process like for you? How do you find inspiration or how do you start writing? <laughs> good you know what? That is a good question. Um, I get lit, lit up by a lot of different things. I mean, it could yeah. be like somebody I meet or it could be, you know, I'm having a bad day and I feel like crap and I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. And it's just like anything can like light a spark for me. Um, you know, lately, or um, I just wrote a script um, last week, I just finished it. And we're, it's a yeah. short that I want to produce with my um, friend Fiona. And, you know, at first it was this, I read this short story. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is crazy. It's called the yellow wallpaper. Yeah. And um, I was like, Oh, my God, this story is insane. And I've never seen a film about it. Yeah. And it's part of the public domain. And I was like, this is crazy. So then I was like, let's, let me like research and see if anybody's written a story about this. Yeah. There's been some films, but nothing like mm -hmm. of note. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote this like first person confessional piece about that. And it was just like, it, it came like overnight. It was just like, boom, 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 yeah. outlined it, wrote it. And Amazing. there it was done in 48 hours, you know? So sometimes it's like that. And then I have other stuff that I like, I have a feature I've been working on for like three years that's like still on page 60 you know and you're just like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I can't get through it but I just can't yeah so do you yeah. like set aside time for your writing in your busy lifestyle or is it just like you said it's kind of you're like wow like I'm really inspired right now I'm just gonna sit down and or do you have do you write every day no like? I write every day I write every day yeah I usually so I I've been homeschooling my kids um because mm -hmm. of the pandemic which has been intense um but during lunchtime I usually have like a break because I'm like okay hey, yeah. you go on lunch I'm on lunch don't talk to me for like 20 minutes and so I'll write during that time I'll do like a little sprint at that point and then I'll do another sprint like after school and then I'll do another sprint if I have time after they go to yeah. bed if I'm not doing an audition that day or yeah. you know working that day otherwise yeah so wow so I That's always amazing. try to do at least one sprint a day just to kind of keep my brain flowing and get out whatever's in my head. <laughs> what's the hardest thing you think, uh, what's the hardest thing you found about writing in your process? Um, now, well, I guess originally it was learning about, because I, I, I did not go to writing school, like I'm not yeah. a, a trained writer. Um, it was learning because I broke, I started breaking down scripts just yeah. for fun. Like I'd, I'd watch something I really liked to try to find a script online. And then I'd go through and break down every single moment and every act and stuff. And so it was learning about structure and what works for TV, what works for film, like, and where the breaks are and stuff like that. So yeah. it was all of that, that really kind of was difficult for me. So I've tried to kind of write in every medium, like shorts, features, television, one hours, yeah. half hours to kind of see where my flow works best you know yeah um and so that was really the hard part for me with writing but now that I've done all that and I kind of feel yeah. more at ease and more at home it just it's it's it flows <laughs> it flows I just outline everything before I go because that really helps like a map right oh yeah so like outline everything's not outlined perfectly and then you just go yeah yeah I it's it's so writing is so fascinating um yeah just the process of it and I don't know if you found, did it change the way that you then look at your auditions and acting? Absolutely. Everything. Like it's crazy. It totally. changes everything. It changes everything. Yeah. Because you look at it from 
why is my character doing this from here to here, right? Like, because yeah. as a writer, you're always looking at like the arcs of the characters too. It's like, what what's changing for this person in this yeah. scene and why is she here or he here or whatever? And so now when I look at scripts, I'm like, oh, boom, boom, boom. And it's so easy to break it down. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. You're like, oh. And also, I guess, I mean, for me, when I started writing, it was also like, knowing like you are writing these characters with a specific purpose and what they want. And then you start, you know, thinking about those things that, you know, yeah, when you get an audition, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, what do they really want? Like the writer, the writers do give you pretty much everything for the most yeah. part, yeah. Um, which I think we forget. I, at least I forgot being an actor yeah. not doing that. I was like, well, I'm just gonna do my thing. And I was like, no, wait, <laughs> the writers have given it for me you know right they're writing it for a reason and I think like what, for me what lights me up about writing so much is that yeah I love care like being a character and telling the story right like that's that lights me up in general but yeah. when you get to write you're like literally in their shoes of all the different characters in your script yeah. and you're like you're telling their story from their perspective so there's always a different voice that you're talking from right and so it's like yeah. finding those voices and telling their stories I, I don't know it's just I love it. It's, you're like, I love doing it. It's, I love it. yeah, it's great. Um, and then you also produce as well. Is this correct? Do you? Yes. Yes, yes. I do. What's that like? I do. Producing's hard. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's different. It's much more technical, not as creative. You have to be creative within the job, but it's much yeah. more technical. Whereas yeah. like, I don't know that I could be a producer full, full time, Um, but I do enjoy it. And I do like, I love learning from other people that really know their stuff. I am not great at like financial, um, (laughs) like line producing. I could never do that. I always have to hire somebody because that is not my strong suit. Um, It's just money and figures and like, yeah. And all the scheduling and all that kind of like paperwork. I am just, that's not my strong suit. I can learn it and I can do it, but I don't love it. So yeah, I love being creative and putting teams together and like, you know, getting the the production made and created and all that, like putting all the, like the dot to dot together of everything. Like that part feels really good as a producer because you're kind of like, but putting it together, but yeah, no, I don't think I could do that full time. I think I would like to, I think the reason that I do it is because I want to learn all of the aspects of filmmaking because I think my ultimate goal is to show run something in the future. So like something that I've created, I would like to show run. And when you're a showrunner, you need to know the financial side of everything. You need to know how to produce the show and you need to know how to write, create, and like storytell. Right. So it's kind of the melding of both worlds, which I think I find very interesting because you have to kind of be right and left brain. So it's a whole, like it's, yeah, I going into like and um when you're creating your own work and putting all these different hats, it I don't know if you it really puts everything into perspective. In ter- because I think when I first started acting, I was like, I'm just an actor. That's all I want to do. And then when I started, you know, going into these other fields, I was like, Whoa, there's a whole other like it's a yeah. whole world that yeah. comes together, which is wild and amazing. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also I think for actors to understand um, that they're like such a small part of the big puzzle and to not take things seriously. Like, you know, you know, if you don't get a job, it it probably has nothing to do with you or your talent or any of that. And knowing that as a producer, when you're like sitting back and putting the puzzle together, it, it, it really takes off a huge load so that when you go into your auditions, you're like, 
I'm going in here. I've done my job. I know my character. I'm just going to have fun. And then I'm going to say, fuck it. And I'm out of here. And if I get the job, awesome. And if I don't, then who cares? Awesome. So what, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's move on. Cause that's such a beautiful way of looking at it. Just kind of frees you from being like, Ooh, I need to yeah. book this job because you shouldn't be like that anyway. But well, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, I'm in there. Done yeah. that. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's such, I love that. That's such a beautiful way of putting it. Um, yeah, it's, I just, yeah, I think because when you put so much pressure on, um, yeah, booking and wanting to impress, I think as well as a lot of things as actors that we do, we just want to be like, I want you to like me, but that also shows as I've learned from experience, it shows when someone's desperate. Right? (laughs) No, there's like a smell to it almost. Isn't it? Like when you're like, oh, yeah, it's just like, let it go. Be, be confident that you know what you're doing, that you're like a master of your craft and And keep learning and keep learning always be curious you know because that's like such a huge part of our craft is learning oh gosh yeah you never stop learning never 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 (laughs) never never. that's like the first thing like a headmistress at a school told me she's like you will never stop learning you will never stop going to class for the rest of your life I'm like okay like really and then you're like yeah she was right she was right yep okay cool Mm -hmm. like what are you talking about Mm -hmm. after school is done I'm done you're like nope okay still learning yeah she <laughs> was day. wise yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I would love to talk about also so in your little bio you said that you love telling female driven narrative which yes. as a woman <laughs> yes oh my god I think this is so important oh my goodness is it ever um, oh my gosh we have yeah. so it's you know over the years I've been doing this for some time yeah. I have seen male counterparts work like crazy because you go into I I would go into jobs and things they're slowly starting to change but it's still you know we're still working on it um you would you would see like 10 roles for a boy and one role for a girl you know and that's kind of where it's been for so many years so for me like my dream and what I'd like to do is try to change the narrative like change that conversation because why can't we have female-led stories? There are so many freaking stories that we want to hear and we want to tell. And so for me, I have a small production company with my right, one of my writing partners. Yes. And our MO is to tell female-driven stories. Like every single script we have on our list of scripts is yeah. um, all female. Like it's a female lead in every single story. And they're they're women's stories. And not necessarily like women's stories, but they're, they revolve around the women. And the women are not just... A, supporting roles to a man which is what we we have been doing for years and years years, right yeah Yeah. so that's kind of how we choose our work and how we yeah want to go forward yeah I I think that's so amazing and I think that yeah I mean it I mean of course now it's definitely slowly changing but I mean still I've I remember going into some auditions I distinctly remember there was one audition I went into and it was for like cashier or something and I went in and they were looking for a female, but I think they were casting like, I don't know, three other roles that day. And one of the other roles was for like a male. And then I remember these guys were turning up and then the casting was saying to them, oh, actually, hold on. There's two other roles that's just come available in the episode. Do you guys want to read for those as well? But they were both still male roles. And I was like, what? I was right? like, 
can't can't a cashier also like can't a car driver be female totally and that's the thing is like and I think like why can't we just go in and it doesn't matter what the gender is right it's like exactly and it's funny I was I actually have a script that um is out there in the world right now and one of my like mentors read it for me and gave me notes before I sent it out to you know get made um and it was, it's a story about a girl who, um, uh, it's called The Watchers and it's about these like fallen angels yeah. that uh, kind of like, it's like a sci-fi fantasy horror Ooh. kind of show. And um, she is one of these watchers and it's a story about her and her brother originally. Yeah. And when I was writing the story or when I sent it over to my mentor, he's like, you know, the brother could be a girl. Like she, it could be a badass girl instead of a boy. I'm like, absolutely. he's like leave the gender just leave the gender open that way we can get whatever we want for the for the role and I was like why didn't I see it like that before like and why wouldn't people look at other scripts like that too like the main character needs to be a a woman but the other role doesn't and it's just as big you know yeah Yeah. so I I hope that productions start to do that a little bit more I see it starting to shift a little but you know it's going to take like everything else oh yeah and I think there also still needs to be like pressure on it because I I think you know in this industry it's always a bit like yes we're moving and you see it and then like then it kind of takes a step backwards and then yeah and then like a few months later you're like oh oh we're still okay there's another male lead great (laughs) right yeah we see it a lot here in Vancouver too there's a lot of male driven shows yes yeah (laughs) yeah but do you find it I mean uh yeah, I guess with that, when there aren't stories being made to kind of look up to, do you find that, like, have you ever thought about that? I don't know, it's something that's crossed my mind where I'm like, oh, I want to write this thing, but no one's done it before. So that's it's good. Not like you can, yeah, it is no, good. I, I think scary. you should be making that. It, it's scary, but I think, and I, and what I've found is that that's what people want. Like you, you throw mm-hmm. out, like I'll throw out, um, scripts and people will be like I've never even thought about this before and you're and they're like oh this is awesome because right now and especially right now everything's just getting remade you know it's like this is true why are we making why are we seeing remakes of every single 80s movie or whatever why aren't we making new stories I get it yes it's a cash cow it's probably going to make tons of money I get it but there are so many other people that have great stories that what they want to tell so why not just start writing it? Just, just do it. Put it out there. Start going, you know? Do it. What do you have to lose at the end of the day? I mean, that's the whole thing. That's something I've learned, especially during COVID. Um, right? Was what if we got to lose? <laughs> really? It's true. It's like if you're not yeah. doing what you love every single day, something that lights you up. Yeah. And if you're a writer or an actor and you're not telling those stories, then what the hell are you doing with your life, you know? Like, leave it, even if you don't ever make it, like, maybe it'll be your legacy and somebody else will make it for you. But like, write that stuff down. Like, we want to know that stuff. Yeah. Because what are you leaving at the end of the day, right? Like, what if you died tomorrow? And what is here? I mean, yeah, to get really deep. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's like, let's think think about, think about all those great things you want to say, you want to tell, whatever, like, just put it out there. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Going to take that and be like, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> um, is there a specific genre that you love writing in? I love. I just love asking that because it sounds so different. It's amazing. You know what? It's funny. I've re- I love to write 
like I love like really heavy drama mm-hmm. like but I also like my my dream dream is to like be a sitcom mom so oh my um, god please yeah <laughs> like that is my absolute dream dream if I could have my dream job it would be like a sitcom mom like like Julie Bowen on Modern Family like that's like my dream job so I'm like yes. I've written a show like because I'm like that's what I want to play but I also love like really like good really heart-wrenching great stories so like I have another one that's like a handmaid's tale meets like you know dark from that well that Netflix show dark it's like that so oh my god yes I don't know and I those are my kind of like they're very different but I love them both equally (laughs) but like I feel like in this industry we should just normalize having like different because I feel like sometimes I mean just sometimes I can get stuck with being like oh yeah I want to do comedy like I love that and then one day I'll be like, I'll watch something and I'm like, oh, but I really want to do like a crazy horror film. Like, yes. And, yeah, and why can't you? Exactly. But I feel like it's just, there's, I don't know if you've heard about this branding thing. That's oh yeah, around. just don't even listen to that stuff. <laughs> oh my God. If you're an actor, you should be able to do anything. You're supposed to be right. Teacher, right? And this is like, this has been an issue because everyone's like, oh, but you have to fit into this box. And you're like, but no, because that's not why I'm an actor. I'm an actor because I love to tell stories. And that means if I wanted to be like a crazy person one day and just be like the happy-go-lucky mom another day, that's why I love doing what I do. That's why I can do it. (laughs) That's right. And so I hate that. I hate that word. I mean, yeah, there can be branding for like your website or your, your like Instagram or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Yes, totally. That works. But when it comes to you, you don't want to get pigeonholed. And that happens to so many actors, right? So it's like for me, and it's funny because for a while there, like in my twenties, when I was really like struggling with that stuff, yes, the branding thing kept coming up and it's, and I was like, I don't know what my brand is. Like, I have no freaking clue. And like, I've done sitcoms, I've done horror movies, I've done thrillers, I've done, you know, like I've, I'm all over the map when it comes to my work. And so I'm like, I don't really fit in this like perfect box. Yeah. But then after a while, I just had this epiphany and I was like, why do I have to? Yeah. Like, who's telling me what to do really? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Just me. I'm the one that's telling myself this stupid story that I have to fit in a box. I think, I honestly believe if you're your authentic self, when you're playing any character, whether that's Hallmark or a drowned and dirty horror movie, yeah it's all about authenticity right and so I can see that on camera like it's really easy to see and yes there's a brand like with Hallmark when you're going to a Hallmark audition yes like curl your hair wear a dress do the wardrobe do the thing that they want to see because that's their brand and I get that and do that but it doesn't mean you're changing you in any way shape or form right that's just you and I want to see you and there's all kinds of you all over the place right like and I think if we just believe that being your authentic self is what you have to be as an actor, then it'll be a lot easier. It'll, and I wish someone had told me that when I moved here. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> be authentic. Just be, yeah. Just be I you. Because that's yeah. who I want to see. If I'm casting something, I want to see you. I don't want to see yeah. some version of, of like a fake you. Yeah, that's, that's like, well, I was going to say that's, acting you know what I mean like yeah I get it I know but I don't want to see a facade like you want to see like a true character yeah true moments impulses Mm -hmm. all the things we learned in improv school yes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah it's it's a wild industry but um to go back I am glad that you're writing female-driven narratives it makes me so happy please keep 
Yes, I can't wait till they start getting made someday soon. (laughs) They will. Yes, they will. I believe they will be. (laughs) They are in my brain, yes. (laughs) Like a crazy, like I am crazy into like manifesting. Me too. Yes, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I was like, it's already happened. And I'm just like catching up to my own narrative. Absolutely. I just keep telling myself everything always works out for me. And so it's always gonna work out. It's gonna work out. Yes. Just what's gonna happen. Isn't it crazy when like I overlook sometimes just like sit with sit with all of the voices in my head and just be like, oh, like when you look at the moments that have lined up, like, do you ever do that? And it's yes. like, everything does actually happen for a reason. It really like, does. Ge- I sound crazy, but I genuinely believe that. No, I believe it too. hundred percent. I actually did this. Um, it was like a guided meditation where yeah. um, you went back to like the day you were born. Oh, wow. And- and the day you were born, like when you open your eyes into this world, you're like this pure, happy soul. Yeah. And like, there's like, yes. you're, everything's there. And then you kind of walk your way back through your whole path. And as you're walking all the way back from being a newborn to today, yeah. you're thinking all the moments in your life that you've seen along the way, whether they were bad, good, all of it, like thinking your parents for the mistakes they made, because that is who, what made you, you. And as you walk through that path and you look back, you notice that everything always works out for you. Right. And so then you kind of go forward thinking everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that was really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It was really powerful for me. I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like why would I doubt that? And if I just continue and then your things start to align, right? Like you're, this is so true. I mean, it's also like, I guess, especially in this industry where it's just so easy to get caught up also comparing yourself to other people and everyone's journey is so different. Like there's literally, and I wish someone told me that as well. I wish someone was like, there is no one path to like success or making it as an actor or because there's not. And I wish someone told me that. Totally. <laughs> like we all think we're like, we, we think that it's going to be a certain way and it just never is. And we just have, yeah. and it's very, very difficult to tell somebody that too, when they're yes. younger, like they're, they're like, whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, cause I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause yeah, we're always told like, oh, to, you know, make it as an actor, you must book small roles and then move to that. And then whenever I, I know people who have just, yeah, been lucky and just booked a recurring straight up and that right. happened for it's different. <laughs> it is different. We don't know. Like I would assume with me, I would have thought I would have been way more successful by this point in my life, you know, yeah. but then you're like, oh, well, I guess that didn't work out for me, but it was probably meant to be that way. Cause I wouldn't do have done all these other things, you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of yeah. like, well, maybe I'll be really successful when I'm like in my eighties, you never know. <laughs> I mean, Hey, that's I mean, becoming a thing. it is. So, you know, you just like have to keep later. your mind open. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's I don't happened, know. Like, people also, then it's the whole thing if we go into like age and then like, you know, in this industry, they're like, you must be successful at blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, every, no age is not a no. No, exactly. Like look at so many successful people in their like 50s, late 40s that came from nothing. Like Ty Burrell, the guy who plays um, Phil Dunphy on yeah. Modern Family. He was a struggling actor until he booked Modern Family. Yeah. And he didn't book that till he was like 47 or something. Like, come on. And look at him now. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just saying, like, we all have our paths. We do. Yeah. Focus on your own path. Exactly. And be a good human at the same time. That's all you have to be. That's be all you have to do. Human. Yeah. Be a good person. 
be kind, yeah. be, kind. <laughs> be authentic, <Love> yourself. <laughs> be authentic. <laughs> yes, all those things. <laughs> Sprinkling everyone with like be authentic, all the joy. Yes. You. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, I'm gonna ask you some fun like rapid fire questions. They don't often become very rapid fire, but okay. I've told them that, so it's staying. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be, and who would play you? Ooh, whoa. <laughs> loaded. <laughs> that is very loaded. <laughs> okay, it would be a drama, for sure. Ooh. Um, and who would play me? It would have to be somebody who could dance. Maybe like Jessica Alba? Ooh. I could see that. That would be really nice casting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get Jessica Alba on the phone. Let's right? <laughs> Let's get Natalie Portman on the phone. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it her? Didn't she do Black Swan? Is that her? Or am I making yes, that Natalie, that was... Natalie Portman did Black Swan. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, didn't... we can dream, can't we? <laughs> dream, manifest it, dream yes, it. Yes. <laughs> um, what do you first notice about someone when you meet them? Oh, um, usually like in real life or like zoom life in real life well, it's usually real life. Their real life it's usually like their energy like their like mm -hmm. what, whatever comes at me um, I can usually see it in their eyes or in their like the way that they speak to me yeah 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 that's, that's an answer I don't know I guess <laughs> you were literally the third person that I've been asked that that has said the same thing oh really? like energy yeah ah which I mean I, I'm the same as well like I am a very like vibed person yeah. I think like you know when you first meet someone if you're like where how this is gonna go right I don't know I feel yeah. like that I think it's also um, and I don't know if this is just like an actor thing but like we're like mm. such open vessels to energy you know because we have to let it in oh god all yeah. the time so I feel like sometimes I get ooh, like if I feel like a weird vibe and I don't really like that word but like I get a weird feeling from somebody but yeah you're like <laughs> I feel like closing up, you know, like the energy you're like, circle. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pick well, away the bad energy. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm just going to cleanse this space. Yes, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh. <laughs> really just ask <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't take compliments well. I think because I get like, yeah really? you are like, you lying to me like is that real I don't know um I can't even think of a compliment lately <laughs> or I guess like, maybe I guess, you know yeah. what maybe my husband telling me I'm beautiful when I'm like look like I have like the most haggard person ever just woke up and like he's like you're so pretty I'm like what <laughs> that's like, probably why? what makes me feel the best because <laughs> I'm like, I guess you still like me, so you're still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right, I guess I am beautiful. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> um, you survived. We did it. We did, did the it. Podcast. That was we so fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Thank you. That was so much fun. It was so nice to meet you. Virtually. Yeah, really nice to meet you in real, like, well, in well, real life slash real Zoom life. <laughs> Live that Zoom life. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome, and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon, wherever you are, and I'll see you in the next episode.